Nerd School is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Now offering video visits so you can take control of your orthopedic care from the comfort of your home. Schedule online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, you improve. Nerds roll. My glasses are broken. My pocket is protected. I'm a super nerd. I am a super nerd. The Nerd School Podcast. Starring Andy. I uh, am a former um, entertainment journalist. I am a super nerd. TBJ. Hi, this is Tiffany. You may hear me be referred to as TBJ. TBJ, y'all. I am what I like to call a surprise nerd. Art Star. My name is Art Star, and I am an artist. Yo, 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 my name is Joe, and I am the nerd student. The nerd pupil, if you will. Can I just say something yeah. real quick? Yeah, you can, can say, say something real quick. Yeah, you can say whatever you want. So, like, Always. I started playing uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2, I think it's called. Oh, yeah. And, like, before before the game starts, you get to, like, you know, you accrue points, and you get to treat certain people or whatever. Yeah. And you start off like you basically like you starting off on the dark side, but I started off with like I guess a couple of the clone troopers or whatever. Uh-huh. And once you unlock a certain amount of points, you get to play with Kylo Ren. And when I tell you, uh-huh. when I unlock the Kylo Ren character, just playing with him, it felt so exhilarating. <laughs> just <laughs> like his his move set, and like you just sitting there just pressing a button and like just pushing people away. Slicing them with the lightsaber, I felt, <laughs> I felt amazing. And all I kept thinking about was if Tiffany could see me down. I just cut people down like awesome. I'd be in the back shaking my head at you. <laughs> I'm like, ah, oh, Kyla. I was really obsessed with uh, Battlefront One, the OT, and I like playing mm-hmm. as Darth Vader because you can force choke people and just walk around and just yeah, it's like it's amazing. Just like yeah. Did you guys hear the announcement? And then have him come to you and then just slice him. Just have him come to you and just hit him with your sword and with your lightsaber. Like, did you hear the nerd announcement this week about the Star Wars video games? They, uh, they're making some kind of open world one. Yeah, they announced this week because EA doesn't own the rights to it anymore. The specific, uh, right, specific oh, right, right, yeah, yeah. That they're going to make an open world right. like GTA type of thing, Star Wars. Uh, which I'm very excited about. Yeah, yeah, that would be interesting. So many possibilities. Oh yeah. I don't do much gaming, so I'll be out of the loop on those combos. Well, maybe that's <laughs> maybe that's a whole season of Nerd School where we introduce you to nerd gaming and we uh, we record right. it. <laughs> I don't think gaming is in my nerd repertoire. There's oh, a that- lot of things I can nerd <laughs> out on, and I don't think gaming's there. I think I'm okay. You have to find your niche in gaming. All that extra time you have. Yeah, no. You gotta have time. My son tried very hard to get me into games. I I like the old school. Take it back to the '90s when Street Fighter. When I just pressed all the buttons. This is how I played Street Fighter. I just pressed all the things. Button mashing. (laughs) And then I would win. I'd be like, woo. (laughs) And then that one person who know all the moves like. 
my God, she's just pressing buttons. Yep, I've been there. <laughs> and it didn't work. I played again, so it's like, all you're doing is pressing all the buttons. That's all I know how to do. Yeah, don't press the button. It's down, circle, back, A, B, H. Go and do it. Yeah, that's why that's probably the only game I can play. Any fighter game. Gaming Nerds is, is, a, is a whole other breed of its own. I yes. know. I live with one of them. I can hear it. It is it is eventful. <laughs> and with that, we've we've opened the show, the next episode, oh. uh, and we left off st- uh, with Iron Man two, and we had just started the movie. We just got to about the point where they show the Stark Expo, and I had some questions about that. They answered it. We argued about Underoos for a little bit, and then we ran out of time. So we're going to pick up right from that. Spot. Okay, back to the movie. So. I don't know if you guys know this, but I don't know how I stumbled upon this knowledge, but at the Stark Expo, they show all these kids, all these women clamoring for Tony, children wanting autographs, uh, and we see Happy, and then a kid dressed up as Iron Man, and he kind of like, he's in there twice, I think, in the movie, but it's been confirmed by actor Tom Holland, who plays Peter Parker in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, that his character appeared in the movie and was the little boy at the Stark Expo wearing the Iron Man helmet when the expo was attacked by uh, hammer tech drones later on, <laughs> yeah, not uh, originally. I, I, I not think originally, that was a fan yeah. theory. Yeah, it's it a fan theory that, and Tom Holland said, "Sure." Oh, okay. So you don't. <laughs> there's like no reason that couldn't it. be. They retconned it for the Spider-Man movies. Okay. So you know they can, I guess, tie want another way to tie him to Tony Stark and everything. So there's yeah, no. That, you guys don't buy any of that. That was not intended. That was just a kid. Oh, okay. But then nerds started when Spider-Man came in and Tom Holland showed up. They're like, oh. all right, so Tom Holland's young enough. He could have been that kid in Iron it's, Man 2. I just, today I, I watched a um, thing on Shang-Chi or whatever. And this is, this is, this is building into the next Iron Man movie. But, you know, they had this whole thing. Like, you no, know, we've already experienced the Ten Rings, Joe. Remember the Ten Rings, Joe? Uh, that's, uh... Yeah, okay, Joe. Yeah. Uh, it's pop rings. quiz, Joe. Uh, it's pop it quiz, like Joe. That's... You have to tell him before you give him a quiz. You well, anyway, quiz, so, but, but basically, and, and this the thing about... Sh- no. <laughs> and this thing about Shang-Chi, they've been talk. they talk about the Ten Rings, and they started, like, there's one dude, he was trying to sit there and think about how they're going to somehow follow the, the whole storyline of the Ten Ring and not make it sort of like Infinity Saga, but then also make mention of like how like Black Panther, he had like I guess his father had one of those rings, and they show like a ring that uh, darn it, I, I should have wrote this down, but it's it's a ring that someone had in like Obadiah Stane's ring. They make mention of his ring, so it's like hmm. here's a movie that's coming out supposedly coming out the middle of next year, but then they're also sitting there trying to you know. Because Marvel Marvel does this thing where they take a movie and they'll go back years and years and it's like okay remember that one scene one this right here this is somehow connected to that and then it almost makes it believable to you the viewer you're like oh yeah I remember that long story short it's like that whole that same thing with this little kid it's like okay this happened six years ago so it's feasible that you know Peter Parker now is a teenager that makes sense that he would have been you know, a little kid back then. And then this happened in Queens, where he's from. So, like, this whole 
referential thing that uh, I guess Marvel does a lot of. One, it yeah, kind of probably time. makes you want to go back and watch the old movie. Then okay, and I'm going to go back and watch Iron Man two again, and sp- oh, I didn't right. buy it, so now I pay three ninety nine to buy it on whatever streaming service it's on or whatever. I mean, but and, and as a nerd, as a nerd, callbacks are like extremely sexy. <laughs> yeah, and there's love. If, if you yeah. reference a story that we read that not everybody has read, and say, "Oh, you know that story that you remember," it's mm. super important for this next one. And you're like, "Oh yeah," I mean, like I yeah, use like the word just exciting, not quite sexy. Listen, just imagine you sitting there in a movie theater and you're watching it, and for the most part, a lot of times, some of these movies, unless you're going to like the early matinee when it first comes out, like maybe like. 20% of the people in the theater actually know the story. A lot of them it's like, oh, this is a big budget movie. Let's go see it. But yeah. imagine you're one That's of those me. 20, 25%. You're sitting in that seat and you see this thing. And then your mind was like, whoa. And then you go back to this other movie. Total mind fuck. Sexy. <laughs> That's what I think. That's what I think makes these so cool for you guys. I think there's all they, they incorporate all this stuff that you guys mm-hmm. love. And then idiots like me are sitting next to you like, what? What's, is this from the comics? Is this from that? What is this? What is the background? Uh, just don't go see it with me because I'll drive you nuts probably. No, it's, it's, we it's... will not go to the movie. <laughs> so we will talk to him after the movie. Yeah. I always call Andy yeah, after it's, Right. It's, uh, it's, it's giving nerds, reminding nerds what they liked about it and showing everyone else what's cool about it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's yeah, like, you know it's cool, nerds, and we're gonna show everyone else why it's cool, and you're gonna like it because you already know it's cool. And so you're like an insider, like you guys are treated as insiders now, like kind I mean, of, but they yeah. sort of rewarding you for all of your dedication to nerddom, right? Kind of and the trick is to uh, appeal to nerds without, and also still being able to surprise nerds who have read all the yes. stuff and and know what's uh, what should be coming, and. Like it's the balance of we know what you we need to get enough of what you expect to be there, mm-hmm. and layer on some shit you don't expect, like yeah. some swerves that you're not gonna understand. Like uh, Iron Man three tried to do that, and a lot of nerds got pissed because. Uh, but we'll get into that. Uh, but that's the Ten Rings that uh, Art was talking about. No, oh, I don't know what yeah. the Ten Rings is. Is like the terrorist organization that had kidnapped Tony Stark in the first one. That uh, you only kind of heard them call the Ten Rings, oh. and that's a reference to the Mandarin, who has a ring on each of his fingers. Oh. Each fing- each ring that does it has a special power, and if he combines them all, he rules everything with an iron fist full of rings. Oh. And then uh, they they follow that up in Iron Man three, and they do a huge swerve with uh, Ben Kingsley uh, that uh, went over well in some circles, and not so much in others. And okay. uh, so, so we'll, we'll then, talk about that in Iron Man three, right? Right, right, right. Because I mean, right. give me one movie at a time. Google. I don't have that kind of knowledge. Like, I gotta <laughs> soak this right, one yeah. in because you're yeah, you're way ahead of me. And I vaguely remember that, but I, you know, as I'm watching these for the podcast, I'm watching them differently. I'm like really paying attention. And one thing I'm really realizing is, as I'm doing this for the podcast, I'm realizing I, I generally don't pay that much attention to movies. These kind of movies, <laughs> I watch them, and I and I kind of like. During the exposition parts, like I learned a lot watching this and paying attention because I, I guess my mind wanders. I don't know if I have ADD, but I'm probably thinking about other things. And then I see a bunch of explosions. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Oh, look at this fight scene. I have no idea what they're fighting about usually, I guess. Like, I think I just, like, I think I t- 
tone out. But now that I'm really paying attention to this, like I think I'm appreciating and more, and I'm understanding more about what's happening. Um, and and, and I, I think go ahead, go ahead. Dave. I was gonna say I think you're more common than you think you are. I think a lot of people do that. They're there for the fight scenes and they're there for the explosions. Yeah. Um, and the cool. So you're, yeah. 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 The cool. And the effects. banter. Yeah, and, and there, there needs to be just enough like funny lines and, and interesting character bits to mm-hmm. keep people in. Yeah, and, so and, yeah, and, you're yeah. not alone. So that's what I've always. I, that's like I'm that kind of nerd. Like I like these movies just for the fun escapism and the blowing up. And I don't care who the villain Bodak. is. I don't care why they're fighting him. I don't care how he's related to Scarlet Witch or whoever else. You know, I don't give a <laughs> shit. I just want to see all that. But now that I'm learning from you guys, I'm like actually appreciating some of it uh so anyway yeah so thank you for i think that. what's on it what's going to end up happening is the more you the more we tell you and the more you learn about it once you start even stuff that you've already seen like even now when i like recently i don't know why but for some reason mark like a lot of these marvel movies have been coming on so like you know i'd already sat there and watched iron man 2 again watch it again and i started watching thor but then like a couple of days, like last week, I watched Thor Ragnarok, and then after Ragnarok went off, like Civil War came on, I watched Infinity Saga, but it's like watching these movies over again, it's like you start, like, like, for instance, like with Iron Man 2, like I've watched Iron Man 2 a lot, but then I found, like I, I started to break it down a little bit, so I've seen this, like, and we haven't gotten to that part, this, this part yet, but the thing, my issue, my, my aesthetic thing with the, with a scene that Don Cheetah was in, and like, had I not watched Iron Man 2 as much as I did, I wouldn't have been like, that doesn't make sense, kind of, sort of. <laughs> but I guess, you know, yeah. if you're watching it, you don't pay this that much attention. But as a nerd, you're like, not even a nerd. Even if, even if you're someone who just said, like, who, se- who, who second, like, just, I don't understand how is this possible. And like, before, and never, I never said, oh, cool, cool. But now it's like, yeah, something ain't right I about think, this. Part. I think I know what your problem is going to be, and I think it's you're trying to uh, think of Don Cheadle as the character he played on the Golden Palace, uh, which is the <laughs> spinoff of the Golden Girls, <laughs> and you don't know how he fits into the Marvel universe if yeah. he was that guy. I, I, Are you trying I, to bring back I, your theory I, of I, people playing a continuous character all yes. over again? Yeah, I totally that. forgot that he was on. Like I watched that episode like. I want to start seeing like maybe like a couple of months ago, and I'm like, oh shit, Don Cheadle, and it just seemed he seemed really out of. I don't, I don't know if because it's an older show, but it still yeah. just felt weird seeing him he, there. He like, doesn't seem old enough to have been on that. But if you look at his right. resume, I looked it up on IMDb. He's been in everything. He's been in all kinds uh, of shows. It's called Black in- Don't Crack. And- <laughs> Don Cheadle well, is there, and he is on with his coconut oil, looking young all the time. Well, he just agent. The Golden Palace bit came back recently because there was a an exchange with him and Rue McClanahan about the Confederate flag, yeah. and that's been kind of going viral. and And then all these people are like, "See, Don Cheadle was on Golden Girls." They talk about this, and I'm correcting everybody. That was Golden Palace, <laughs> like like it matters. <laughs> you know, the gist of it was about the Confederate flag and everything. And Blanche changes her ways or whatever. Right. Uh, well, well, you're so you're a Golden Girls nerd. If you're on correcting people online about the specific yes. shows, I guess I am. I guess Good I catch, am. Andy. Yes, because everybody else just let it be, and he's like, actually, it's uh, Golden actually, Palace. I know more about Golden Girls, and I, I think I am a bit of a Golden Girls 
Ner- I own uh, I own Rue McClanahan socks now. I got them for uh, <laughs> uh, Father's Day. Um, anyway, uh, th- there's also uh, Don Cheadle as I think a, a young, maybe even a teenager uh, appeared on uh, Night Court. Oh yeah, uh, that's what I saw. I couldn't believe he was old enough to be on Night Court. I think he held everybody hostage for a whole episode. Well, speaking of Don Cheadle and movies and what he's been in, are you guys all movie buffs? Andy, I know you're generally a movie buff. Tiffany and Art, are you guys big movie buffs? Like generally? As far as what, like, like, what do you mean? Like, like having to see it when it comes out. Like, do you out? see a lot of movies? Like, have you seen a lot of movies? Like, do you know, have you ever played the Kevin Bacon game where you, you know, you relate an actor and what movie they were Six in? Six Degrees and, of Separation. Um, a six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Yeah, I used to be more of a movie buff. I think in the last couple of years, I have dialed back. Probably because movies just keep getting more and more expensive. Yeah. Um, I still like to see things in the theater. I do not have to be there on the first weekend anymore. But I used to really need to be in the theater. I would go to a midnight showing. Um, I had to watch everything, and if it was nominated for an award, then I had to watch it. Yeah. And before the Oscars came out, I, I watched these... every movie, no questions asked. And the last two years, it's not been a top priority. Yeah, I used uh, to yeah. like watch. Go ahead, go ahead. I just want to point out that you you'll note that Tiffany had to correct you on the name of the Kevin Bacon game. It's six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Uh, yeah, yeah. That makes Tiffany a nerd. As so well. she definitely knows more about that than me. Uh, yeah. um, I um, it's a game. I I usually I used to like watch like whenever I watch a movie trailer, I'd be like, oh, I must see this. I gotta go see this. And then like let's say when it came out, the day it came out, first showing, I was there to go see it. Then I got to the point where it's like, eh, it looked like it's gonna be good, but I don't know. And now. I go, I go beyond the nomination part. Like I'll sit there and watch like the Emmys and things like that. And if I, I was like, oh, I wanted to see that, but mm. and if I see this person was nominated and he won or whatever, I'm like I want to see what the big deal is. Then I'll probably watch it and be like, oh, this is a good movie. And then I'll keep watching over and over again. But in the beginning, sometimes now I'm just like, eh, that's, that's coming out, eh, whatever. Okay, well, yeah, here, I'll catch it. Here's why I wanted to ask you because uh, uh, the next part of the movie. Uh, this super hot marshal played by Kate Mara Mara serves him Mara. serves him Kate a, Mara Joe. Mara it serves him a warrant to appear before the Senate Armed Services Committee hmm. and so I, mean, I looked up her because I was like how, how do I know her and like I was like what what is this moment of this like super good looking marshal like what so right away I thought she must gonna be some superhero later or something because I felt like she was like a famous person. So I looked her up, and she's known for uh, Twenty Four and House of Cards. Like that's what I knew yeah, her she from. Was good. She was good in House of Cards. House of Cards, I think, is what. And I only watched like one season of that. Um, but do you guys want to guess? So this is a game they play on the Doug Loves Movies podcast. I don't know if you guys listen to that, but they play a game where I used to. He'll look up an actor on IMDb, and mm-hmm. everybody else has to guess what. Four because usually it says known for on IMDb. It says Kate Mara. Um, what man. four movies is she known for? Do you guys want to guess? That's why I was checking she's, how much you guys know movies. I can give you. I can give you Sea Storm from the Miles Teller Fantastic Four. Yeah, so Fantastic Four is the number one she's known for. Um, which I'm sure she's not thrilled with. <laughs> <laughs> like, and see, and, and that, that's the thing. I know. I've seen her in movies, and it's like one of those things where, like, 
until I actually heard them, like, oh, yeah, I remember that. I but, like, I, actually yeah. sit there and be like, oh, I know, she was in this, she was in that. Certain actors, I can say, well, I know who they was in this. Like, she's not someone I would actively be aware of what else she's been in. Because yeah, she, she looks like, uh, what's that, Smart, uh, Amy Smart? No, I Amy do Smart. know, I do know that her family has some, had, you th- I don't know if they had, they do now, but they used to have something to do with the New York Giants. Of football, so that I do know. Other than that, and then House of Cards, and like I said, she's been in other things, but it's like right off the top of my head, I couldn't just like okay. you anybody else I have a guess. Like, anybody else? Uh-uh. Happy, thank yeah. you, more please. I don't know what that is. Shooter, and we are Marshall. Uh, okay. No, we are Marshall. See, I see, then I, I wouldn't have been. Oh yeah, she was in We Are Marshall, like. I didn't see We Are Marshall. I'm just aware of it. I hadn't heard of the other <laughs> one. My my movie nerd, I used to be really into it, and now, like, the last, I don't know, five years mm-hmm. or so, I've just fallen off the radar with seeing a bunch of movies. I'm telling you, it's the price of the movies. Like, I yeah. think They're it has expensive. to do with what it takes now. Like, again, I love the movie theater. Like, I'll never get to the point where I don't go to the movie theater. Yeah. But I I don't go all the time like I used to. Like, it was easier to go, you know, they had $5 days or whatever days that you could just go and have fun and it wasn't so... Like, even here, $5 days was like $5 Tuesdays and there were plenty and then it dwindled to which theaters were having $5 Tuesdays and then that shrunk and then you had MoviePass, which was great and then MoviePass, you know, went bankrupt and so many things over the last couple years which makes getting to the movie just such an expense but i love like i love a movie theater experience if you tell me oh no that'll be streaming soon i mean that's cool but i really want to see it in the theater like i love the feel Mm, and i love catching all kinds of like i watch movies not just because i think the plot line is great i'll watch it because i think that actor is great i'll watch it because i've been wondering what that director's been doing or um like i said earlier like, I don't wait to the awards. When the list come out and they're nominated, I'm like, oh, okay, haven't seen that. Need to catch that in the next couple of weeks. Need to catch that. And I'll go. So when the award show happens, I got my votes and my predictions ready. <laughs> um, but in the last couple of years, yeah. every time I I'm also, like, I don't even know. I also think the quality of home streaming has made a difference for me, too. It's like... It's pretty good now with 24K or whatever it is or good TV, you know, whatever a TV is or like HD or whatever. Right. That, I mean, it's pretty good. And as I've gotten older and my kids have gotten, you know, having kids, you know how that is, Tiffany. Like, once you yeah. have kids, you're like, do I really want to hire a babysitter to go pay all this in the theater? And then you spend, like you said, you spend all that money to go out to the theater. And what if it's not good? I just wasted 40 bucks to go with my wife to movie and popcorn and babysitter whatever right. 50 bucks you know and it was like shit that movie sucked and i was like what i could have just waited for you know i don't know i i haven't gone to a movie i think marvel movies are the only movies i've gone to in star wars movies in the past few years just because you know yeah. you're used to the product and you know okay so that was a failure in guessing those movies but so i have a question about kate mara is sue storm in 2015's fantastic four so not the MCU, but that's not the MCU. So there's no hint. No. There's no hint or anything of this is Sue Storm or anything. 
No. And is no. this is this a problem that she's in this? Like, where are nerds like that? She can't be in that. She's Sue Storm or anything like that. I don't think anyone's mm. thinking. Oh of no. It. no. Oh, Sue Storm was after this. That was 2015. No. I think the only thing I haven't even heard about one of the things. I think that movie was kind of crappy with the fact that like Johnny Storm was black, and then the whole like how him and Sue Storm were related. Cause you know, see him and see Storm are brother and sister. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, for this movie, you know, she was adopted. Oh, okay. So it's kind of, but they adopted. Yeah, but but it's it's one of those things where it's like because this one is an, it's not in the MCU, it doesn't get the uh, quote unquote multiverse treatment, i.e. the whole black Nick Fury kind of thing and the ultimates right. and stuff like that. So wait, wait, wait. Is there not Nick Fury? Sam Jackson's not in that. Then, but there is a Nick Fury, and it's not him. No, no. What I'm saying oh. is like how Nick Nick Fury used to be white. Yeah, white guy. Yeah, he looked just like J. John so, Jameson, didn't he? I always got him mixed up. No, <laughs> but he had an eye patch. He, was, he smoked cigars yeah. like J. John Jameson. Yeah. And uh, David Hasselhoff played him in a TV movie in the '90s. <laughs> he did. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. What TV movie the was Hoff. that? Nick Nick Fury, Fury Agent of Agent Shield. Of Shield. Yeah. What? Yep. What? Yeah. David Hasselhoff? Oh, my God. They they did so much better. Can you imagine if they would have chosen to have him be in all this? Uh, How shitty all these movies would be? Samuel L. Jackson lends such a a legitimacy to the whole MCU, I think. uh, In this movie in particular, Samuel L. Jackson scenes are awesome. They're hilarious and Mm. awesome, and it's I don't know. We'll get into that. Okay. Anyway, the best part of the Kate Mara thing was the line, he doesn't like to be handed things. <laughs> I don't like to be handed things. I have a peeve, he said. Like, yeah, uh, I don't know where that came from, or I think they just decided to give him a weird glitch. Yeah, it, and, seemed, uh, like, it seemed like just a like a improvised line, but then they brought it back later. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I and they even up. brought it back in the Avengers movie for a minute. Okay, so that wasn't a comic book thing. That was just like a quick thing from the movie, you think, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was just, okay, then we cut... What's one more cork we can throw in him? Okay, that was, I thought that was funny. Cut to a... Oh, and by the way, uh, the Human Torch in that Fantastic Four movie that Kate Mara is in is Killmonger in the Black Panther movie. Yeah. Yep. So there's not... Wait a minute. That... Oh, okay. Uh, it, but he's the guy from... I think I know him from Friday Night Lights, right? No. Uh, I don't know anything about Friday Night, Friday Night Lights. There's a football movie. He's like the quarterback or the, I think if we're thinking of the same guy. Michael B. Jordan? Yeah, Michael B. Jordan. He was in a. He was Creed. Yeah, Friday uh, Night Lights. Yeah, Creed, Creed yeah. He was, he'll yeah, always be, he'd always be the guy Lights. from Friday Night Lights to me. I know him from The Wire. So There was Friday Night I, Lights, I, the movie, and then the TV show. I think he was in the TV show. I know Michael B. Jordan from Parenthood. That's when I think the I first TV paid show? attention. Yeah, Parenthood with uh, Lorelai Gilmore, the chick who plays Lorelai Gilmore. Um, all the, that family. Was in Friday Night Lights. I think he played Booby. Did he play Booby Miles? No. All right. Sorry. No. We were actually we we're actually going to get back on track, and I made sure to derail us again. Uh, <laughs> Andy and his derailing. I gotta know who he was on Friday Night Lights. Anyway, okay, so he was in Friday Night Lights. Anyway, I'll find that it. Was a great I don't movie. think he was on anyway. Friday Night Lights. So now we cut to the hearing, and Gary Shandling, rest in peace, is it's Senator Stern, 
grilling Tony about turning over the Iron Man suit to the government. Tony describe, describes it as a prosthesis and says he can't do that because it'd be like indentured servitude or prostitution and makes some prostitution jokes about senators. And then Gary Shandling introduced Justin Hammer, played by Sam Rockwell. Uh, so here's my question, which Andy kind of answered at the beginning of this. Uh, is is he a comic book character? Yeah. Uh, and then if, Justin Ham- so if so, do you like the casting of Sam Rockwell? That was my question. I love Sam Rockwell in everything I've seen him in. He is fantastic. Uh, but and this is a different version of Justin Hammer. Uh, the Justin Hammer in the comics, I don't know very well, but he's like an old man. Oh, uh, really? And he's constantly hiring uh, colorful supervillains to do his criminal bidding. Like, uh, there's, like, uh, I had two issues of Iron Man back when we were kids and that I had never really read. And one of them involved Justin Hammer hiring Blacklash, uh, Blizzard, a guy who, with a cool suit who could make ice things happen. Yeah. And uh, or Boomerang, a guy yeah. who could throw cool trick boomerangs. And, See, like, they were going around doing criminal stuff for Justin Hammer. Boomerang, Blizzard, Whiplash, all to me are, like, the same, like... Second-rate villain in my brain, yeah. I guess. Boomerang yeah. is one of is now one of. Oh, you know what? See, go ahead, go ahead. See, I, oh, I, I just I, want to I, tell I, you guys, I, as 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 a like my nerd that had started to cross realms. Like I was thinking Boomerang from Flash, like his, his rogues uh, gallery. Uh, like, hey, nah, we're not talking DC. We're talking Marvel. Get your nerd strategy right. Uh, Joe, you were right. I did not know that Michael B. Jordan was in Friday Night Lights, the TV show. Did you ever watch that? No. Oh, I don't know if you like football. It's sports ball. But Parenthood came on the year after. And so I recognized him from Parenthood, the TV show. He was was, great in Friday Night Lights. Uh, I mean, he's great in a and most listen. Yeah, he's a really good actor. I don't know. He's no if Don Michael Cheadle. B. Jordan wants to get married, I'm here. <laughs> Wait, would you pick him over Don Cheadle? Ooh, that's a tough one. Uh, oh, I don't know. Don't put me on the spot. I might have to learn how to have two husbands. Um, <laughs> because they're very, they're two very different personalities. What they bring to the table is different, and I'd like to marry them both. I mean. <laughs> both there you go okay so but, uh, uh, but yeah the, Sam, Rockwell. Sam Rockwell does a great job because uh, you see it later in the in the movie but he so palpably wants to be Tony Stark and have yes. what Tony Stark has yeah and he's so obviously a lame copy of him yes that it, it's just it's really perfect it, it's just a really interesting dynamic of how he's so trying to be tony stark and as cool as him and he is just not yeah, yeah. i like yeah i felt like they did that really well and i you know not knowing who that was it is surprising to me that he was an old man in the comic so that but i think so just like you're saying they did that so well that nerds who would be upset that he's not like the comic have to forgive it because it's done so well, kind of thing. Yeah, it, it's 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 a ghoul. It's he's still Justin Henry, he's still a, uh-huh. a corporate rival. He's still trying to uh, mess with Stark Tech uh, and Stark Technologies yeah. and try to uh, rip him off and things like that. Uh, so it's all the basics are there, but they you know jazzed they just, him up a bit. Yeah, I agree with you. I think 
I haven't seen anything where I don't appreciate Sam Rockwell. So I'm going to say that okay. um, he's just really good at what he does. And yes, you can see it in this movie, how much his character is, you know, it's one of those things where you go back to high school and someone want, you know, you have your click and then you have the other guy who really desperately wants to be like in here and do these things, but he's just not in there yet. That's not what he cool reminds enough. me of this whole movie. Not cool enough. That's it. Yeah. So, okay. So he is, we see that he's an a-hole and he hints that Stark will not always foresee danger to the country. Clearly foreshadowing again. And then Gary Shandling brings out Rhodey. And we, for the first time, meet Don Cheadle as Rhodey. And uh, just, I'm gonna say, and I'll say, just seeing my old buddy Don instantly makes me forget Terrence Howard. Like, I actually, there you go. I think I actually forgot our whole conversation about where I was kind of like dissing Don Cheadle. Like, I wish they would have kept Terrence Howard. Because Tiffany is, I, I wrote, Tiffany is right. Don Cheadle is great. Just him walking out there. I don't know what it is about Don Cheadle. Like, he's just such a great actor. He's Don I think. Cheadle. Like his the face end. is just like, like he tells you everything with his. I mean, he's just because you could see all his nonverbal things on his face. You knew his conflict with his buddy, and he had to testify against his buddy. And he didn't want to. Just, just a quick link, look at Don Cheadle's face. Like he's that great. So uh, Rhodey yeah. is put, put on the spot to make Tony look dangerous, and he clearly doesn't want to hurt his buddy despite Senator Stern making him read excerpts from a report that makes Tony look bad. Tony then takes over the screen with his high-tech Android device that he has. He can just take over everything and shows footage of all uh, the other countries trying to make his suit and failing, then closes with Justin Hammer looking stupid, uh, and then he ends with, I've successfully privatized world peace with big applause from the room. Uh, and so, yeah, so Don- and making Gary Sandling say "fuck you" on the Senate floor. Yeah, that was. Yes. Great. I, I do want to note uh, when Don Cheadle shows up, they do a little meta commentary on the actor change because uh, Robert Downey, Tony Stark walks up and says, "Hey, buddy, didn't expect to see you here because uh, it's, it's not." Yeah, guy. yeah. I didn't expect to see Don Cheadle uh, here to be Rhodey. I didn't. And then, catch and that. then he, the response is, uh, "It's me. I'm here. Deal with it. Let's move on." <laughs> oh, I didn't realize I like that, that, that was like meant to be kind of a comment on him replacing Terrence Howard. Yeah. Um, I think we're out of time. Let's leave it there, and we'll come back and continue Iron Man 2 next episode. Nerds roll. My glasses hey. are broken. My pocket is protected. Just surprise me. I'm a super nerd. Surprise me. Just love that man. I am a super nerd. The Nerd School Podcast. Nerd School is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Now offering video visits so you can take control of your orthopedic care from the comfort of your home. Schedule online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, you improved.